0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning to you guys and welcome to Key powerments. I'm Dr. K and these are key moments to empower your life with Christ. I am so grateful that you are here on this Wisdom Wednesday. Oh, my most favorite day of the week when it comes down to Key powerments, Good morning to my husband. I know that he is (coughs) listening from wherever he is and good morning to you who are listening. Good morning to every (coughs) last one of you. My key team is here and um, they absolutely rock. And um, I just absolutely loved them to pieces. Good morning to everyone. Let me know where you're listening in from so that I can give your city and state a shout out. If I just so happen to glance down at the screen and see your name and your city and state, I'll go ahead and give you a shout out. You hear the pages of my heart turning, and that is the word of God. Good morning to you. Our international family is chiming in this morning. Let's see those keys and those hearts. Those keys are because God desires to give us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever we bind in earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose in earth will be loose in heaven. Those hearts are because we are experiencing the unconditional love of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and there's nothing that anyone can do about it. As we are saying the name Jesus all up and down the timeline, for it is at his name that every knee shall bow and to every tongue shall confess that our God, <clears throat> he is Lord. Good morning to you, Gail. I see you, girl. Let's say the name Jesus. Can I see his name? <laughs> there's power in the name of Jesus. So we're going and we're tapping into the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Liz. Hi, Liz. Father, in the name of Jesus, we glorify you and we thank you this wonderful morning. We say we bless your holy name and we exalt you, God. We honor you, Lord. For you are the only true and living God. Right now, we thank you for these listeners that have gathered here today, Lord, in the realm that you have allowed them to have access to. And so we say, Holy Spirit of God, speak. Holy Spirit of God, move. Holy Spirit of God, have your way in this realm of key powerments. We will forever be grateful to you. In Jesus' mighty, wonderful name, amen and amen. Good morning to you crystal i see you girl coming on in here Miosha, good morning and there's marcelina i see you girl phyllis renee good morning to you You know i missed you guys tarika (laughs) i mean i took my break but honestly i i like i missed you guys i'm so 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 serious and you guys are so faithful i mean that says a lot about you and a lot about your spirit um I don't think that you guys give yourself enough spiritual credit as to what it is God is doing in your life because you guys are absolutely phenomenal. Thelma and our our Tina, good morning to you. Kim Floyd, Dietrich Gilchrist, good morning to you from St. Augustine. I'm so happy to see you guys. I know, I know. Cheryl Simpson, good morning to you. There's Mother Gwen Davis, good morning to you. And Shakithia Bone. Good morning to you, my dear Shakithia Boom. Um, Let's go to um, Mark, the fourth chapter, uh, and I want to read from verses 36 all the way down to the end of verse 39. This is going to be good. Um, It says here, I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible, Genera. It says, and the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there also was with him other little ships. And there arose a great wind of storm, or a great storm of wind. And the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. <coughs> He was <laughs> asleep, Jesus. He was on a hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awakened him and said to him, Master, carry thou not that we perish? And Jesus rose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, <clears throat> Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. I love God for who he is, because God's ways are not our ways. And this Wisdom Wednesday, <clears throat> y'all know what we do here on Wisdom Wednesdays. We sit down, we talk, we 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 allow the Holy Spirit of God to teach us what we need to know, right? And so and I love God because God is the kind of God. Um, He takes the simple things to confound the wise. And God is, and I like this is what I like to 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 call God. And, and this is a, something that I have um, learned how to embrace <clears throat> as a woman of God and understand why God gave it to me because of the complexity of my mind and the way that I think. You know, God is the greatest oxymoron that I ever encountered in my whole entire life. That's just the way he is, right? I mean, who has to live, who has to die to live? And then when you die, you live. I mean like <clears throat> that to me is like God let's just say it's just God and so you know these storms and these things that happen in our life right it, it, they you know God is the kind of God he says uh, there's a storm in, 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 in but I but I but I need you to be calm now the storms are not calm it just it, it just to, to me it just doesn't it doesn't uh fit but you know that's the part of serving God where you have to learn how to wait for him to put all these things that he does together in your life, which sometimes can take some time. And I remember when the Lord was dealing with me, um, when he would allow me to encounter certain things in my life. And when he would allow me to encounter certain things in my life, it was like, what you have to, you know, you have to, you're running but you're running, but you're still. I'm like, it does that don't make no sense to me, God. It just like it doesn't ma- how do you do that? How do you how do you run and be still? How do you how do you how do you do those certain kind of things, God? The things that I hear you speaking in my spirit, how do you do these things? My my whole thing was never win with God. It was always how do you do this? And so now the Lord began to deal with me um, when I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit of God very, very early, he began to deal with me. And he and this is going to sound crazy, but I'm sharing this experience because I need you to understand how the spirit realm works. God is very prophetic. I need for someone to say God is prophetic. I will never stop saying this. God is prophetic. And to understand the prophetic nature of God will allow you to tap into a realm of the spirit where the enemy never thought you would tap into. And by faith, As you begin to allow the Spirit of God to move you into the prophetic realm of who God is, your eye gates will begin to receive something your spirit never thought you would receive. And and, and this is why it's imperative that we understand that God is prophetic. He's prophetic in nature, he's prophetic in creation, he's prophetic in character. God is prophetic. This is why I believe that he said the greatest gift and we all should cover to prophesy because he is prophetic. Years ago, when the Lord was um, teaching me something, he said to me, it it didn't make any sense. He says, I want you and listen to what he told me. Now, I'm I'm prophetic and I understand prophetic natures and gestures and all these things. But sometimes God, (laughs) he can be a little extreme, but it's okay. He told me one day, he said, I want you to. Um, not touch the floor. What? Don't touch the floor with your with your bare feet. I was like, okay. He said, for three months. I want you to go to work, go to church, come home, lock yourself in the room. (laughs) What do you mean that this is crazy? You can get you something to eat. Put yourself in the room. Um, And when you get up to go get something to eat, when you go to the bathroom, don't let your feet touch the floor. So I'm like, that don't make no sense to me. How can I, I don't understand why you want me to lock myself up in the room for three months and you don't want my feet to touch the floor. You know, you just, you, you know, you, you, how am I going to do that, God? So he says, Kenya and I said sir he says you don't let the feet your feet touch the floor he said don't let your bare feet touch the floor I'm like how do I gonna he said put socks on I said oh oh okay okay I don't want you to talk except for when you are um at work <clears throat> you know when you're praying just only when it's necessary but for three months I just want you to just not talk okay <laughs> Okay, so I'm an introvert by nature. So, under, you know, that, and not only that I was locked up. Yeah, you know, you, you'd be locked up in the four by four for a long time. You'd just be like, yeah, okay. But that's another topic within itself. So as I begin to do these things, as I begin to absolutely do these things, after the third month, when the third month was over, he then says this, watch this. He says, "Um, yeah, I need you to go to the mall. What? <laughs> okay, so for three months, I was used to just being in dead silence, and now on the thir- on the on w- when this assignment, <laughs> this crazy and radical assignment that you're giving me is up. Now you want me to go to the mall, where it's noisy. And he said yes, and I said, Well, why do you want me to do that? Why why do you why do you want me to go to the mall where it's noisy after you had me in a place and you separated me from the outside world in a sense? You kind of sort of dealt with me when I was you know, alone for those three months. And he said to me, watch, listen to what he said to me. Listen to what he said to me. He said, because Kenya, you've heard me in silence. Now I need you to hear me in the noise. What? Because see, when God begins to do things, and I'm gonna get to the text of scripture. When he begins to do things, um, he said to me, Kenya, you have to understand something. The scripture says to study to be quiet. I was like, okay, God, okay, all right. He said, and in order for you to study to be quiet, Kenya, and I understand the translation is honorable, striving, but but I need you to take it in this context, take this scripture and put it to a literal understanding. And I'm like, okay, God, talk to me without the interpretation of Greek, but take it and put it as a literal understanding. As a literal understanding, what do you get? When you hear, study to be quiet, and I'm like, oh, okay, uh, study to be quiet. He says, Look at the word, Kenya. And I'm looking at the word because I love these conversations that I have with the Holy Spirit of God. And what happened is, He said to me, Kenya, when you study. Study to be quiet. See what I've been doing, Kenya. Is I've been teaching you how to study to be quiet, and it's not that you're a gossiper, and it's not that you a you are a complainer. It's just that when you study to be quiet, you enter into a realm. Listen to what I'm getting ready to say. You enter into a realm where the other senses are heightened. I said, "Okay, Lord, I'm listening. This is getting really good." He said, "Kenya, there are five senses to the body." I said, "Yes, Lord." He says, and if there are five senses to the body, there are f- there is a fivefold ministry. I said, Yo, God, this is getting really good. He says, any type of disability uh, that affects the fivefold senses in your body, or anything that in it it in, it disables any of the five senses in your body, you are considered disabled or impaired in a sense. I said, Yes, God. He said, This is this is what I'm trying to explain to you, Kenya. He said, every part of the five senses must be matured i said okay what you what you saying he said in order for me to heighten or deepen your hearing you have to learn how to be quiet what because if you don't be if you're quiet if i'm quiet and i can't talk I'm depending on what I can hear, what I'm depending on what I can feel and I'm depending on what I can hear. Okay, God, you're going somewhere. So he says, now, King, I want you to understand something and I need you to hear me very, very well. And I said, yes, Holy Spirit. He said, if you have to study to be quiet, then in order for you to study, you have to be a student and being quiet is something that's learned. It's not something you do. Oh God, this is getting good. I said, God, this makes a lot of sense. He says now when you study to be quiet and you take this word study in its literal in its literal sense not the greek interpretation I'm teaching you how to be quiet because when a teacher begins to teach the teacher begins to teach when the student is present a student provokes the teacher and so what happens is is god says now he said to me I'm going to put you in a noisy environment because now you heard me, but now I'm putting you in a noisy environment so that you can apply what you learned in those three months. What you say, Holy Spirit? And so it began to make sense to me. And and the Lord began to say to me, I I had to teach you how to be quiet because when you understand that your words have such power and, and see, when you go into a noisy environment, Kenya, I just want you to watch. I don't want you to say nothing because you've learned how to be quiet. I taught you how to be quiet. So what I need you to do is when you go into a noisy environment and you go to what looks like confusion and chaos, I need you now to apply what you've learned. I don't want you to do nothing. Now what I need you to do is learn. I need you now to apply what you've learned and watch and pray. What? Okay. So it's all starting to make sense. Now it begin to make sense to me. And the Lord said to me, "Can you because you have to understand something that in the midst of chaos, when you are quiet, it saves your life." What? He said because your words have power. And when you understand the power of your words, when you don't understand the power of your words, you will release something prematurely in the atmosphere and it will affect what's going on. I said, what? He said, you will by the power of your words, because you have to understand who you are and who I've called you to be and who I am in you. And because of who I am in you. Now, this goes for everybody. This this is not this just not for me. This is for Shanice. This is for Regina. This is for Thelma. When you understand the power of God in you, you will understand that when you speak something, it affects the atmosphere. It begins to affect the atmosphere. And this is why we have to learn how to be quiet. Jesus began to go to sleep with a pillow in the midst of the storm. So what happens when we are going through trials and tribulations in our lives and there are There are storms that are going on. We begin to open our mouth and we are not, and we have not learned how to discern the atmosphere because our mouth and our words go before our action. Our words begin to form the world that we live in. You you have to study the scripture. And so now, this is why the Bible said, watch as well as pray. Watch as well as pray. And so many of us are praying, but we're not watching. Because we're so used to talking. And so, because we're so used to running our mouth, you're gonna be all right. And we're so used to talking, we've allowed our mouth to overpower. what we need to see in our atmosphere. And so we allowed our mouth, we have not studied to be quiet and and being quiet saved my life. It being quiet begins to teach me and it began to teach me how to see. When I'm quiet, I depend on my other five senses because part of your five senses is speaking. And so because of this, I begin to learn how to feel in the atmosphere. Y'all gonna get this. I begin to learn how to, I begin to learn how to see in the atmosphere. I begin to learn how to smell in the atmosphere. I learned how to pick up different scents in the atmosphere. And so now, when you understand the power of your words, you will not prematurely speak in a storm. Jesus then, Jesus, he began to say this. He said, This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to sleep. Watch this. And when I go to sleep, in the midst of this storm, this is what he said. He said, peace be still. And what he was saying is, and I need you to listen, hear me, with a Holy Ghost ear and a Holy Ghost interpretation. In order for you, in order for there to be peace, there has to be a kind of noise. In order for there to be peace, there must be a kind or a type of noise. And regardless of the the kind of noise it is, the kind of noise that it is, there are forms of noise in the atmosphere. Y'all going to be all right. And I need you to hear me. There are forms of noise in the atmosphere. And these forms of noise in the atmosphere comes from someplace. Which means that if God began to say, peace be still, that means the mouth of the atmosphere was speaking and releasing something in the water. Y'all going to be all right. I I know this is a little deep. I know, I know, I know. But I need you to listen with your Holy Ghost ear. The atmosphere has ears. The atmosphere has a mouth. Wherever you are, the atmosphere has ears and the atmosphere has a mouth. You don't believe me? Okay, no problem. Let's go to the beginning of the book. I always go to the beginning of the book. It not n- Wait a minute. Not only that, let, let, me, let, me just, let me go to the prophet Ezekiel in the Bible. It says in the valley of the dry bones. He said, speak to the dry bones. If I got to speak to bones, that means the bones got ears. Listen to the prophetic sound in this. I'm not speaking to what don't have the ability to listen. And in order for anything to listen, that means it has to have ears. And so the Bible said in the book of Genesis, the Bible said, and God said, and when God said, the atmosphere obeyed. So there are ears that you are not privy to in the realm of the spirit that are listening for your voice. Y'all, okay. Y'all going to be all right. Y'all going to be all right. I know this is, I understand. I need for you to get this, I need for you and the Holy Ghost needs for you to understand the realm of the spirit and how imperative it is that you understand who you are in God and what's really going on in the realm of the spirit. And when you, cause see, we've spoken to the, to the flesh for so much and we've spoken to the flesh all these years that now our spirit has digressed in the realm of the spirit. And so God began to speak to me because I said, God, I said, I said, God, I said, why did you say peace be still to the storm? And the Lord said to me, because the storm has ears and I had to speak peace in the ears of the storm. And when I begin to speak to the ears of the storm, the storm began to be subject to my sound because now it understood not only who I am, but it also understood that I understood the realm. I said, God, this is good. Lord have mercy. And he says, watch this to him. He says, the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. Now, you must understand that some of you invoke in your atmosphere uh, things that don't need to be in your atmosphere and you cause it to remain. Because if I pay attention to what's there, it's going to stay. Listen to me when a baby begins to when a baby wants attention the baby will begin to act out and as long as you are paying attention to that child and speaking to that child that child's gonna know that he's got you if you ever want to get the attention of anything Pay it attention and, and if you ever want it to remain Give it the attention that is demanded from you So now what happens is When you don't understand This is why the Bible said the worlds were framed By the words of God What? The worlds were framed By the words of God Which means that the atmosphere Begin to hear the words of God Begin to speak And be released in the atmosphere For the worlds to be framed uh, Y'all gonna be alright yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all gonna yeah, be, yeah, be all right. Watch this in Exodus the fourth chapter, the fourteenth chapter, and the fourteenth verse. Watch this. A lot of times what happens is we can't see our victory because now we we cannot experience our victory because victory is experienced before seen. Oh God, victory. And when you don't understand that victory is experienced in the realm of the spirit before it manifests in the earthly realm then you'll be looking for something you haven't embraced because you have to understand that we are spirits living in this world. We are not of this world. Somebody say, I'm not of this world. I am not of this world. And what has happened to the world and the body of Christ is that we have spoken so much to the flesh that we forget that we're not in this world. We are not of this world. We're not from this world because we have now entertained so much of the world. We have brought the world World into the church. And so now because of this, we have to now begin to speak to what has been digressed in the earthly realm, which is the spirit realm. Listen to me. And so Exodus, the 14th chapter uh, and the 14th verse, let, 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 let's, let's read. It said, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall, what? Hold your peace. And what happens is, is that when we don't Learn how to hold our peace we then will release something in the atmosphere that will cause more destruction to our spiritual walk with God because now we have not learned the techniques and learned the lesson of being quiet. We are not striving. And Paul began to write this in First Thessalonians. He said, "He said, I need you now to strive to be quiet. And the reason why is because, and he said, these are the instructions On the way believers should live We can't see God Get the victory in our life Because our words Have contaminated our spirit And the sound in the atmosphere Has contaminated our spirit What are you talking about Dr. Miller What are you talking about Apostle What I'm talking about is You have listened to the voice Of your atmosphere Which has now contaminated your faith It has now told you That that you're not coming out when God has already brought you out. Your atmosphere understands its mouth. Good God. Your atmosphere. Your atmosphere understands the power of its words. That you have not interpreted in your spirit. But have received in your spirit. you go. Listen to me. Listen to me. Do you we 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 talk about faith right we we talk about faith and and when we talk about faith we are missing a component of faith watch what the bible said the bible says that when we have if we have faith the size the grain of a mustard seed watch this we shall what Say to the mountain, be thou removed. Watch this, and cast into the sea. We shall open our mouth and speak to the ear gates of the atmosphere. And when we speak to the ear gates of the atmosphere, we tell the mountain where to go. It's amazing that everything that has in the, that has ears hears what is being released in the atmosphere, but us. So now our faith comes by what hearing and hearing by the word of God, which means that if as faith comes by hearing that means our faith has ears Good. God. our faith has the capacity to hear and there are ear gates in our faith that we have not become privy to and because we have not become privy to our, our our ear gates of our faith we fail to speak to our faith we fail to allow the mouth of the word of God to speak into the ear gates of our faith if the Bible says now faith comes by hearing and what? Hearing by the word of God. That means the word of God, it has watch this, the word of God becomes the speech to your faith. It then begins to release a sound out of the scriptures into the spirit of your faith. Your faith has ears and are waiting for the sound of the word of God to be released from its mouth. Listen to me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Atoya. Thank Thank you so much. Now, when we begin to uh, allow God to grow us up and mature us, what happens is, is that we have to learn how to walk into a measure of faith that will allow God to manifest what has already been. Let's Let me go to Exodus 14. Listen, let me tell you something. This is not the season. I'm not speaking to nobody's flesh in this season. Not going to happen. The Lord, watch this. And Moses, verse 13, and Moses said to the people, fear not and stand still. Do what? Fear not and do what? Stand still. Which means that some of you are walking too much. Stand still. If there is a, a, if Moses is saying, now I need one of the senses, you're walking, I need you to stop walking now. Now I need one of the, I need you to stop walking. Don't let your legs move. Be still. Watch this. And what? And see the salvation of the Lord. The only way you're going to see the salvation of the Lord is if you stop wandering all over the place. You are not going to see the salvation of the Lord if you are not still. Listen to the scripture. And Moses said unto the people, fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Watch this. Which he shall show you today. I need to see God moving in my life. I cannot see God moving in my life because I'm moving all around my life. So I want to see God, but I can't see him because I'm out of position. When you're walking and wandering all around in the realm of the spirit, you are not in position. You are not stabilized in your spirit. And so God says, now I need you to be still so that you can see the salvation of the Lord. And in order for you To see something You've got to be in a position to see it Let's take for instance Let's go to a Let's say a scenic route You're going to You're you're, you're on a trip And you want to see You want to go through the scenic route And sometimes you want to see a village You want to see how the state looks You want to see So you go up on a high mountain Wherever this scenic route is You get in position To see the city And now the position that you're in Gives you a Broad view of the city that you were in and so now being still in position will allow you to see the broad view of salvation and victory watch this He shall show you this today for the Egyptians who you have seen, you shall not see them again. Why? Because you have shifted positions where you were in position to see you have now shifted position by being still. And so your spiritual view of victory is different. Because in the position that they were in, all they saw were the Egyptians. But now they shifted their position, be still, and now their view has shifted. And what happens, he says, you shall see them no more forever. The reason why some of you are going around the mountains and seeing the same enemies over and over again is because you haven't shifted your position. But that's another teaching within itself. And then it says, the Lord shall what? Fight for you and you shall what? Hold your peace. God can't fight for you because you keep talking. Watch this. Now, there's a realm of the spirit. There was a realm of the spirit that we really don't talk about. We we don't. We don't. We don't. Let's. I wanna. Let me. Let me. Let me highlight this. Exodus the 14th chapter. I need to highlight this for you because if I don't highlight for you, you you go you go, you're gonna walk away and you're not gonna really understand this. Watch this. The Lord, verse 14. The Lord shall fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. Do what? The Lord shall fight for you and you shall... See, I need my life to be saved right now. What do I need to do to save my life? Because being quiet saved my life. It really did. It it saved my life because it began to mature me in the realm of the spirit. Watch this. It says here in verse 14, The Lord shall what? Fight for you and you shall what? Hold your peace. Now, watch what I'm going to tell you. You got these Egyptians running... And tormenting you, it's it's a storm in your life. It's it, you got a right to be fearful because your enemies are approaching. You your life is not working out right. You're in a position right now where you are afraid and you don't know what to do. It, you're in the storm. You got enemies. You got all these things going on. But yet God says, "Watch well, it. God wants to fight for you. You got to be quiet." what you say? Because I can't, if if I'm not quiet, if I, if I find a way out of where I am in my own strength, God won't get the glory. He won't, he won't, I won't give God the glory because now I'll be depending and say, oh girl, I want to go see that prophet and that prophet. No, I said the Holy Ghost said, hold your peace. You want to see the salvation of the Lord. This supernatural victory that God wants to manifest in the realm of earth, in the, in the, in the, in an atmosphere and this place of earth where he needs you to see his mighty hand. It's going to take you studying to be quiet. Watch this. I need you to hold your peace where you want to talk. What? I need you to hold your peace where it look like you want to complain. What? I need you to hold your peace where it look like you don't have the victory. What? Uh, what happened? It is going all around. It's it is going all around. It's 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 driving you crazy. It's. Do- I need you to hold your peace. Your atmosphere is speaking. Your atmosphere. Your atmosphere is trying to shift your faith. But you don't understand the ears of your faith. And watch this. Do you have, listen to me, the faith to shut up? Okay, we got the faith for everything else. We got the faith. We got the faith to believe God for our finances. We got the faith to believe God for this. But do you have the faith to be quiet? There is a realm of faith that we don't talk about. And it is the realm of faith to be quiet. Do you have enough God? Do you have enough trust in God? To trust him to be quiet You gotta, you gotta be quiet you, Being quiet will save your life Because you will experience A realm with God That the enemy never thought you would experience That will persuade you To be more rooted in him Than you are right now Because you have to understand The different dimensions and realms Of your voice And when you don't understand that Then you are gonna get yourself in trouble you, you have to understand That being quiet saves my life. And if being being quiet saved the disciple's life because he told the storm be quiet. Peace be still. I'm going to speak to you. I'm going to speak to the ears of the storm. And whatever you are speaking in the atmosphere be quiet. So being quiet saved the lives of those that were even on the ship. Because God said, now, storm, you're talking too much. I need you to be- hold your peace. Storm, you are, God, I Feel your presence. You're speaking too much in the atmosphere of the lives of my children. Peace be still. Storm and chaos. You are making up too much noise in the lives of God's children. Hold your peace and be still. And in understanding the power that you possess of the Holy Spirit of God, you will understand the sounds that you are hearing in the atmosphere. Are the noises of the enemy tribe? to persuade you not to tap into the power of God in you you gotta understand something you gotta understand that what you are going through right now in the life that you are in you have to understand the spiritual ways that God begins to operate in your life you gotta tap into the realm of the spirit nothing's going to be quiet in your life until you learn how to shut up you gotta understand you have to know without a shadow of a doubt that being quiet and studying your atmosphere. It's going to teach you how to strategically warfare. you got to understand. And a lot of people don't understand the difference between a battle and warfare. And so they're trying to fight battles. And battles don't belong to you. Warfare does. But nobody told you that. You have to understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, being quiet will save your life because what will happen is you'll shut up and it'll provoke the hand of God to move for you. And and, and and you'll say, wow, how did that happen? And you will, nobody else will get the credit but God. Nobody else. No prophet will get the credit. No apostle will get the credit. No pastor. God, I feel you. No teacher. No, no evangelist. None of them. Your best friend. Your prayer warrior. They won't get the credit, but God will get the credit. He'll get the glory. And he's. I need for you to understand who you are in me, and I want to show you my mighty hand, but I can't because you won't talk to the atmosphere. You won't be quiet. You're too busy complaining. You're too busy talking, and your words are preceding the manifestation of my victory that I want to release in your atmosphere. You need to see the salvation of the Lord. Oh, God in heaven today there is a victory that God has already released for your life did you, you got to understand the realm of the spirit God you, you, you got to understand that, that that God himself there is a victory that's waiting to be released God says I want to show you my mighty hand I, I want to show you the salvation of the Lord and there is more to your life than you're giving your life credit for there's more to me than you even understand the Lord says there's more to me there's more that I want to impart into your spirit There's more than I need your spiritual eye gate to see I this more than I need your spiritual ear gate to hear There's more than I need your mouth to speak I need your spiritual I spiritual feet your spiritual legs to walk into so you can't walk in the spirit without being in the spirit it don't walk that way you cannot walk in the spirit without being in the spirit you cannot hear in the spirit without being in the spirit you cannot speak in the spirit without you being in the spirit you cannot see in the spirit without you being in the spirit you can't understand the things of the spirit without you being in the spirit. You can't feel and discern the realm of the spirit without being in the spirit. And you have to understand that you are not of this world. You're in it, but you're not of it. And we have spoken to the flesh for far too long in the body of Christ and have diminished the power of God in us. We ourselves have caused God to become powerless. We've caused a powerful God to become powerless in our life. And now what has happened is we're seeking outside measures for what God says is my hand that I want to show you. And so we've spoken too much to the flesh. And now we begin to depend on the flesh for victory. We begin me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. God himself is doing something so great in your life that the enemy has caused the mouth of your atmosphere to release sounds that will distract your prayer life. Ah, Somebody say today I can Ah, say, say today I walk in victory. I, I walk in victory today, and say I have the faith to shut up. I need for someone to, to, to just begin to, begin to open up. Ah, yes, God. I need you and the Holy Spirit of God. I need you to activate your faith. You gotta activate. You gotta activate. See, there are different realms in faith. It is a measure of faith, but that little measure of faith grows into a mustard tree which then produces more faith and when you understand the realms of faith you won't you won't operate in mediocrity you, you won't do that so now today I need you to have the faith to shut up <laughs> do you have the faith to shut up because shutting up and being save your life. (laughs) God is releasing something so powerful in your life that the enemy is trying to distract you from receiving it. But I thank God that he is the kind of God that says no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Ah, And every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. I love God because he's the kind of God that says, although my children perish for their lack of knowledge, I will release knowledge for them to embrace so they won't perish. And they will receive an overflow and reach into the depth of who I am because deep calleth unto deep. And so now, this season, God is calling us to launch our nets into the deep because what's coming and what lies ahead of us is greater than we will ever know. And it's gonna take a spiritual understanding of what's going on to be able to walk through what the enemy wants to send to destroy us. Hashtag 21, hashtag 21. Consistency in any area develops strength. And when you are consistent in understanding the things of God in a realm where God desires for you to understand, then you become strong, and operating in the realm of the spirit where God desires for you to operate in, I love him for that. Listen, you're sowing your seed today. Thank you, Nicole. We're sowing your seed today. Whatever the spirit of God begins to release into your spirit to sow. We sow 21. But if God then releases you to sow anything greater than that, it's totally up to you. You don't eat and run. You eat, you eat, and you grow. And you say, God, I'm going to sow on what it is that you have released in my spirit because now it shifted my understanding. My life has shifted. And so I'm sowing now, God, because I now am tapping into a realm of faith. i, gotta, I gotta teach you all. I got to teach you all some things. I, I, I've tapped into a realm of my faith, God, where now I'm embracing what I didn't understand before. Now I'm embracing a new place of understanding concerning what it is that I must do. And so because I'm embracing this, I'm sowing now, God, the ways to give are on the screen hallelujah i feel the glory of god too Shanice <laughs> and tish tasha thank you for your stars i appreciate you for sending your stars uh you are going to sow you're gonna you're gonna sow listen to me by the leading of the holy spirit of god the holy ghost listen does anybody believe in the holy ghost i'm gonna wait and see does anybody believe in the power of the holy ghost Does anybody believe in the power of the Holy Ghost? Does anybody believe in the power of the Holy Ghost? Who has the Holy Spirit? Who has the Holy Ghost? Do you believe in the power of the Holy Ghost? I tell you, as an oracle of God, as his mouthpiece, because that's what an oracle of God is, his mouthpiece when you apply the lesson of quiet i'm telling you you are going to see god move like you've never seen him move before you're going to experience a place in the realm of the spirit listen to me you're going to experience hear me you're going to experience a realm in the spirit that's going to shift your understanding and your relationship with God, when you apply what you have learned, you're sowing your seed today. And I want to thank you for sowing your seeds. I speak life, and I speak, I speak a, and and I need you to hear me. Now I'm not I'm not into a whole lot of stuff, but I'm getting ready to say something, and I know it's gonna sound crazy, but I'ma say it anyway. I'm going to say it anyway because the Holy Spirit of God whispered it in my spirit. And I'm going to say it anyway because that's how radical I am for God. And that's how much I want to obey him because at the end of the day, I have to be accountable to him and not to you. I'm accountable to you right now and God. But when you leave, I have to be accountable to God. And I have to, he, I, have to I have to, I have to, I have to, he going to get me. And I don't want to get in trouble with him. I'll get in trouble with you first before I get in I don't want to get in trouble with God, right? There is going to be a spiritual awakening because something's going to awaken in your spirit, man, as you begin to apply. I said spiritual awakening, a godly spiritual awakening. Let me say that. A godly, holy ghost, supernatural, spiritual awakening in your spirit, the holy ghost. <laughs> Not this old occult new age stuff. I'm talking about a godly, spiritual awakening that's going to shift your and enlighten your Eyes of understanding. I'm telling you, those who are sowing today, I want to say thank you for sowing. I speak life over your seed in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak as you begin to sow your seeds today. I speak life over your seeds in the name of Jesus. That whatever it is that you have named your seed, I Straight up, I'm naming my seed what I know it is. Quiet. I'm. That's it. Now, whatever you name yours, it's up to you because you know the need, so you name your seed. Mine is going to be quiet. It's just straight up quiet. You're sowing your seed today. And I speak as a woman of God that the seed that you sow today will return unto you quickly. It will return unto you quickly. You will see the manifestation of your seed. I see the Lord... And I see the Holy Ghost with his hands on the seeds. Like I I literally just saw a hand go down into the ground. Literally a hand go down into the ground, dig through the ground, grab a, grab the seed and pulled it up. Literally just pulled it. And as, as this hand began to go in the ground and began to pull the seed up, I saw it sprouting. Like it was like I just saw and the Holy Ghost just showed me like a hand that went down into the dirt. Pulled the seed up, but it was like it was pulling a sprout out of the seed. It was like pulling, and and all I saw was a green sprout, a green, like a green plant coming up out of the seed. And I saw the hand of God, which means that, and I never did this before, so I know it's the Holy Ghost. Um, So the hand of God is on every seed that's being sown today. This is what the Holy Spirit of God just showed me. This is what he showed me. I've been doing key powerments for a very long time, and I've never spoken like this when it comes down to seeds. But the Holy Ghost just showed that to me. And so we bless the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you today for your grace, your mercy, and your kindness. Thank you for your peace that passeth all understanding. Thank you for a greater understanding and revelation of the Holy Spirit of God and the things of the Spirit. We thank you, Father, that we are a peculiar people. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You have called us according to who you are. And God, we thank you that we are being conformed in the image of your dear son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the Holy Spirit of God that convicts us, leads us, teaches us, guides us, reproves us, and, and begins to mature us in the realm of the Spirit. We thank you now for spiritual edification this morning. And we glorify you and we come against every diabolical force that tries to uproot and steal what has been imparted into the realm of the Spirit into the lives of your people in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, that you are giving your people, your children, spiritual insight and educating them as it pertains to the realm of the spirit, making them keen, alert, and sharp, so that they will be able to guard the anointing that they have received today through the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. We glorify you. We come against every diabolical agent of the enemy that he will use in any realm, whether it be the realm of job, whether it be the realm of Home, whether it be the realm of marriage, whether it be the realm of any kind of relationship, whether it be the realm of social media, God, we glorify you and we thank you even now that whatever weapon the enemy tries to form, it will not prosper. And the seeds of impartation that have been released in key powerment will produce good fruit in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I love you guys so much. And I will see you on Friday morning, the Lord's will at 5 45 a.m. Eastern standard time. Be blessed of the Lord.